Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here for NFL Week 9 on our Picks Podcast. Our man Achilles Rain is with us. Yes, I am, like always. All right, so we'll get started, of course, with our mutual picks for the Ringer FanDuel Mega Contest. Uh, We had another tough week. We went two out of three. We won Indianapolis and Seattle. We lost Green Bay, Baltimore, and the Chargers. So we both had a good week picking individually together. Our brains have not been working right the last uh, couple weeks here. Yeah, I'm going to have to blame that one on lack of sleep. (laughs) I don't know. Somehow we ended up with two picks where we both picked the opposite team in our individual ones. So (laughs) I don't Uh, know. know. That's the issue with the with the mutual picks is that we kind of both have to get some sort of feel for it, and then the other person ends up trying to sell the other one, and it's kind of what happens. Yeah, I know. I sold you on Baltimore. You sold me on the Chargers, and we both screwed each other over. Yeah, uh, San Diego looked like they were probably going to pull that one off early on, and then, yeah, they just kind of melted. Oh, it's all right. We we won in the real pocketbooks with our individual ones, so good enough. But we'll see if we can get back on track after two losing weeks in a row after we started the first uh, seven weeks, I guess it was, or six, all winning weeks. So let's see if we can get back on track uh, since we're recording this on Thursday before the actual game starts this week. Uh We have a chance to take the Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. The Green Bay Packers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Weird game here. Uh, The Niners have no one healthy and COVID scares, and Green Bay Packers have literally no running backs because of COVID. Uh, I think the Packers bounce back here. I think the Niners are probably on a – well, they're just probably done for the season. I don't think they have enough bodies left to uh, compete – in this, but uh, this is a little tricky considering uh, Green Bay's run defense is probably against going against the best rush offense in the league. So, where are your thoughts on this one? Uh, you know, I do have some action on this game, uh, and the only reason why is because uh, I had to let the wife uh, drop the in a bed. Yeah, <laughs> I had to let her uh, drop a bed in so that we could watch the game while we have dinner, and uh, you know actually get some enjoyment out of it well uh thursday night football is always a place to get enjoyment out of oh yeah it's uh, (laughs) a it's a barn burner tonight but uh, as far as the game's concerned you know at three and a half i kind of like green bay uh the line shifted since then but uh for the opening line that we're using at three and a half i kind of like green bay as a maybe yeah uh i was when i was previewing these things and looking through them uh I thought we might have to break our rule and take a Thursday here because I don't know how many of these we can come to because I didn't have a ton of picks this week and very few I felt confident in. Yeah, it was actually, uh, as I was reviewing it, it seems like a really tough week. I have no three stars this week. Uh, Usually a three star uh, is, you know, a game that I'm really confident in or I have a really good feeling about. But this week I had a few two stars and a lot of one stars. Yeah. All right, so we'll 
Mark Green Day, Green Bay down as a pick and uh, move on and see if we can get to four others. The Denver Broncos at the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I have no idea what to make of this game. Sometimes Atlanta's good, sometimes they're awful, and sometimes they find ways to magically blow games. Denver has been really bad, except for a couple sequences where they've been able to spring random upsets. So uh, if you have a read on this game, please do tell. Uh, you know, it's really tough. Uh, Atlanta has the uh, like a top two pass offense right now, although over the last couple of weeks they really haven't shown it. Matt Ryan hasn't been putting up uh, big numbers like he was early on in the season. Uh, part of that has to do with the fact that their defense seems to be playing a little bit better. But uh, what was that line again? Three and a half for the Falcons. Yeah. I, it is I'm, in Atlanta, but uh, I I don't know. I have no feel on this game whatsoever. Well, the thing is that, you know, even though Atlanta's defense has been playing better recently, they're still not a good defense. Uh, Denver seems to come out of nowhere and sometimes put up points some, somehow like they did last week. Uh, I don't know how it happened because early on they were getting dominated, but three and a half, uh, maybe Denver's got a middle of the pack d- defense. And yeah, I think we're about in the same area. We have no real clue how this game's going to play out and wouldn't be shocked if Denver came in there, blew Atlanta out. If Atlanta blew Denver out or Atlanta did something stupid in the closing five minutes of the game to screw us over. Yeah, I I can't really get a feel for this game. All right, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks at the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are getting two and a half points. Really enjoyable game. I'm excited to watch this one. Don't really know how to handicap it, though. Haven't liked the way the Bills looked the last couple weeks, but um, a cross-country trip into Buffalo... And uh, in November makes me a little nervous, especially in a really a non-conference, non-division game. I don't know what totally the motivation is for here for Seattle. And uh, just haven't liked the way Buffalo's looked lately. What are your feelings on this one? This is another game that I'm kind of confused about. I have this down as a one-star, but not even uh, playing the line. Uh, Seattle's got really, really bad pass defense Uh Buffalo's got a top 10 pass offense, but, you know, Seattle's got Russell Wilson and Metcalf and, you know, it's, this is another game where I'm just, I don't know which way to lean, to be honest with you. Yeah. I wouldn't feel comfortable taking points and at with Buffalo and I wouldn't feel comfortable with minus two and a half with Seattle. So I'm probably a definite pass on this one. Yeah. I'm there with you. All right, speaking of hard games to handicap, the Baltimore Ravens are at the Indianapolis Colts. The Baltimore Ravens are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Another matchup sort of like the Seattle-Buffalo one. Just no real feel at where to go. I don't know if I trust Indy enough to be able to be at that level to beat Baltimore, but uh, I just haven't liked what I've seen when Baltimore has come up against uh top-notch defenses like Indianapolis. Where is your feeling leaning on this one? Yeah, I mean, we saw it a little bit with uh, the Pittsburgh game um, when they play against a tough defense. Even though somehow they got a lot of rushing yards, they couldn't really get anything going, you know, uh, through the air. They made a few mistakes uh, because it's bound to happen when you play a potent defense, which 
the Indianapolis has. And again, this is just another one of those games that I just don't feel too comfortable going either way. I could see Baltimore winning. I could see Indianapolis winning. Yeah, I think we'll have to, once again, pass on this one. Um, moving on, a, I just don't even know what to make of this game. And then uh, I just read about COVID issues about an hour ago in it. The Houston Texans are at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Houston Texans are five-and-a-half-point road favorites. So you have Jacksonville, who's not starting Gardner Minshew. They're starting Mike Glennon, which is uh, pretty much just a telling of we don't want to win football games. But then uh, Houston has not been good pretty much all year long. Their defense is terrible. And uh, apparently their whole linebacking crew has the COVID, so I'm not 100% sure they're going to be playing in this game. And their defense is porous as it is. If you're removing their linebackers, I think somehow it's going to get even poorer. So where are you leaning on this? I'm staying away from this game. You know, even though Houston has a potent uh, pass off uh, passing offense, I believe they're top five passing offense. They usually tend to get that in garbage time in the fourth quarter when they're down big. In Jacksonville, they're just like a third-tier team. And, uh, you know, with the whole COVID thing, I, I don't want any part of this. Yeah, I think if this number was a little lower, like maybe two and a half, you probably could talk me into the Texans. But at five and a half, almost a full touchdown, I just... I want no part of a team who I don't think is all that much better than the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't want anything at this at this uh, spread. All right, so we'll move on to our next game, the Carolina Panthers at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are 11.5-point favorites. Christian McCaffrey's going to be back, so that should bolster Carolina a little bit. I did think this number was... A little high, but uh, I'd be very scared ever to go against Casey. Yeah, uh, we we took Kansas City last week, and I think it paid off for us. I believe they covered against the Jets. Uh, this week, I, I just I, I'm confident they'll win. I just don't know if they'll be able to uh, get that many points up. Would you be interested in Carolina? I don't. I I think if we're running low, I could probably convince myself to take that 11-and-a-half, but uh, I'd be very nervous because Kansas City can score in a heartbeat. Yeah, see, the thing about Kansas City is they're, they're so good offensively, uh, especially uh, their offensive passing is really good. Carolina, uh, they're kind of middle of the pack on, on defense. They're, they do okay. Uh, they really rely a lot on the run game when they can run the ball and get some play action passes and just uh, have Teddy Bridgewater basically just manage the game. They, they tend to kind of fight, you know, and compete in games, but what was the line again? 11 and a half. Yeah, I guess I could, I could see taking Carolina. I could see them kind of grinding this one out and just, you know, controlling the ball and keeping the score low. If we don't have much, I could, I could, I could go with that. Yeah. All right. We'll move on. Um, speaking of weird games, continuing of the week, the Detroit Lions are at the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are three and a half point favorites. If you have a read on how either of these teams are going to play in this week, uh, 
you could probably figure out how to handicap this, but um, other than Dalvin Cook being good, I don't really know how to get a read on this game. Yeah, neither do I. Um, staying away from this game, both teams kind of up and down. They come out of nowhere and win games that you don't expect them to win, and you kind of get high on them, and then they come back and throw up a dud. Uh, I don't want any part of this game. The only thing maybe you can convince me is Detroit is smart enough to game plan for Cook and getting points, maybe, but uh, I don't know if I want any part of the Lions on the road. So, yeah, me either. Cook scares me, and I I see where you're coming from. That you know, Detroit might game plan for him, but I mean, who else you game plan for? That's the guy you game plan for. And I don't know if Green Bay did or not, but either way, he came out and he gashed them. And I don't want to be in that type of situation. Yeah, I know. If you could tell me Kirk Cousins was going to throw at least twenty five passes, I'd feel much more confident taking the Lions. Yeah, definitely. All right, we'll move on to another just strange game. The Chicago Bears at the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are five-and-a-half-point favorites. So I think this one's pretty easy handicap. If you think this Bears offense, which is awful, can score on this Tennessee Titans defense, which is awful, I think you go with Bears here. If you don't think they can score... You probably lean Titans here, but uh, I don't love this number and don't really love this game. Where are you sitting here? I'm right there with you. I don't like the line. I think that it's uh, just a little too big for my personal liking. Uh, There are some additions in Tennessee's defense that might be able to help them a little bit. Uh, I've been hearing it for the last couple of days at least, but (laughs) I'm not going to say from who. Uh, yeah, I just I, I don't I don't feel comfortable about it. I, I don't know if I trust uh, Tennessee's offense to bounce back. I, I think they're a good offense. I just know if I trust them to bounce back against a pretty good Bears defense. And I don't know if I trust the Bears offense to put up any points even against a bad Tennessee defense. Yeah, I I mean. I don't know what Tennessee scores if the Bears can control Henry, which I think they probably can do a little bit. And uh, I just can't tell if the Bears can score any points whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I could see a situation where this is a heavy, you know, Henry game, and he just kind of gets fed all day long and end up being a a low-scoring game. But I just don't feel comfortable with it either way. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to one I sort of like, the New York Giants at the Washington football team. The Washington football team is three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I think you'll find that I like this line a little better at the uh, two-and-a-half that it's in at now than the three-and-a-half that it sits at. But uh, Washington played this team three weeks ago. They should have won that game. They, you know, had some costly turnovers. But I think they're the better football team here. The Giants on a short week, and I think this Washington defense can cause some problems for the Giants. Where are you leaning in this one? This is one of my two-star games, actually. Uh, I think that Washington is slightly better than New York. I don't know by how much necessarily, but Washington being at home kind of you know makes me lean more towards them. And, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you as far as uh, the, the spread what it is now, I feel more comfortable with that than I do at the opening line. So 
Yeah, the only thing that makes me nervous is this three and a half. That half point is staring at me as it's just going to screw us over, I think. But uh, as we're running sort of low on games here, I I just feel like Washington probably is the better team. And uh, I think New York threw a lot into the game on Monday night, and maybe they don't quite show up quite as well on uh, Sunday. Yeah, uh, this is definitely a two-star for me, so... All right, we'll move on to uh, Strange Game, number probably 10 on the list. (laughs) The Las Vegas Raiders at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I had a nice uh, feel on the Raiders last week. Uh, This week, I have zero feel on them. I don't know if we're going to get the high-scoring offense or we're going to get the dud offense and get the Chargers who can launch deep passes all game long or the Chargers who are blowing monster leads to a terrible offensive team. So where are you sitting with this? I'll tell you, I'm kind of, I'm, you're probably not surprised to hear this at all, but I'm kind of leaning towards the Chargers. Uh, they have a top 10 run offense. They have a top 10 pass offense. Uh, their defense, their pass defense is a little suspect and that's kind of the uh, strength of Oak, of Las Vegas, sorry. Um, but I, I still kind of like San Diego in a divisional game. I uh, feel like it's going to get kind of gritty, and I trust I trust uh, the Chargers' offense more than I do the, uh, the Raiders at this point. Can you promise me that they will be up so large in the fourth quarter I don't have to watch them melt? <laughs> I wish I could, but this is just one of those weeks where I don't feel comfortable or about possibly any of the they're games. tied in the fourth quarter and then they can just win the game. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I could see them being tied in the fourth quarter and then kicking the game winning field goal. And that's all we need really at this, at this line. Yeah. I think this number is good enough. I, I think we'll lean towards the chargers this week. All right. So that's three down two more to go. Um, it's probably going to be tough to pick two out of this, but uh, this next one I sort of like. Uh, the Dolphins at the Arizona Cardinals, and the Dolphins are getting about four and a half points here. I'm going to still ride with my Dolphins. I think they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. I think uh, them and the Cardinals are probably about even uh, play-wise, and uh, if the Dolphins can find a way to get some offense here, I think they can control the Cardinals defensively. Where Where are you sitting on this? Well, the Dolphins uh, are number one as far as points per game given up. They don't give up a lot of points. Now, their defense isn't great, but it's one of those bend but don't break type of defenses. Now, we still don't know what the offense can produce because we really haven't had a chance to see your boy. But I kind of I kind of like the Dolphins in this one. I, I like the number here. If it was a little lower than in, sitting in the three range, I probably wouldn't like it, but I... I sort of like this four and a half. I just feel like these teams are right on even level, and uh, I think it'll be a pretty tight game here. Yeah, the only thing that scares me is uh, Arizona's rushing offense. They have a top 10 rush offense, and Miami has kind of a tough time stopping it, so yeah. that's the only thing that scares me. Yeah, all right. So uh, we'll mark that one down, and uh, we'll move on to our next game, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are getting nine and a half points. Um, we don't know who Dallas's quarterback's going to be. It's either going to be Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush. My guess is uh, 
Gilbert wins that job. Neither are what I'd call spectacular. At least they were average to good in college, which probably doesn't translate to being average in the NFL. So uh, with a bad line, I don't know if the Cowboys can produce points, but um, Pittsburgh's had two really tough games in a row. I, I don't know if I like the nine and a half. That seems a tad high. You know what's weird is I, I'm not sure if you've noticed what the line sits at now. It's, yes. uh, I believe it's 13 and a half. Yes, I passed on that as well. You, you know, at 13 and a half, I was like, no, I'm definitely, I'm not touching that one. But what was the other line, nine? In nine and a half. At nine and a half, I kind of like it, to be honest with you. But, that, I, hey, I, I, I've been kind of rooting for the Steelers all season long, so don't really take my opinion seriously. You know, kind of take it with a grain of salt because that could just be. No, I, I could very easily see them getting killed. But uh, I do think both Gilbert and Cooper Rush are an upgrade over uh, Danucci. Not that that literally upgrade over Danucci is probably <laughs> everyone but a trash can. So I just, I feel like a Steeler dud is coming off two big games playing Tennessee and Baltimore. Now, granted, you're getting a freebie in the Cowboys, but uh, I'll see where you sit on this next game and uh, we'll decide on our fifth and final one. The New Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I really like the Saints here. Uh, getting points. They've already beaten Tampa Bay. Thomas is going to be back. Uh, no Sanders, but Thomas, Cook, Kamara. Um, just think uh, the Saints are a better team here, but uh, your call. See, and this this is a one-star game for me, actually leaning towards Tampa. Oh, uh, you're that big an Antonio Brown reliever, are you? No, it's it's not even that, honestly. It's just, uh, like I said, I don't have a good feel for most of the games this week. And this was one of those games that I kind of had a feel for, but not even close enough to, for me to feel confident about it. It's just Tampa Bay's defense, I feel like they're, they've got too many weapons. They, they've got a, a top 10 defense overall. And New Orleans, they haven't really been playing together. Michael Thomas has been in and out of the lineup. I know that, you know, when they get going, they're a scary offensive team, but we haven't seen them together in a few weeks. And I think that this is, uh, it's really hard for uh, an opponent to kind of sweep your divisional rivals. And it's kind of one of the reasons why I'm leaning towards Tampa. All right. So we'll pass up on that game and uh, probably end up revisiting this team. Unless you have a real good feel on this one, which I certainly do not. The New England Patriots at the New York Jets. The Patriots are six-and-a-half-point road favorites here. I don't know what sort of Patriots team is going to come out. Um, I assume they win this game, but I'm not sure more than 12 points are going to be scored total in this game. So six-and-a-half seems like a lot of points for two teams who struggle to score points. Yeah, especially when that we might hit the under for the game total just at six. It's uh, they're both playing pretty bad. You know, New England, I'll, I'll give them a little bit, you know, of a pass because they were in the game last week. If it wasn't for that 
mistake by the quarterback, you know, in the last 30 seconds of the game, we could be probably singing a different tune right now. But, yeah, I don't like this game. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess your choices are Pittsburgh minus the nine and a half. And what was the other one you liked? Uh, We sort of like the Carolina 11 and a half. You want to get points or give points here? Uh, I mean, I think it's such a bad week that we should probably get points. Uh, Just, I don't know, but Kansas City, uh, this is a tough week, man. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. I'm leaving this decision up to you. Oh, you're going to leave it up to me. Steelers. You decide her fate. If that's the case, I think we roll with the Steelers. All right. I know, I know we're taking a big road favorite, but they're undefeated. They're going up against the Cowboys. Yeah, but I'll, yeah, that is true. All right. I'm just saying, I'd rather go with uh, the team that hasn't lost a game against one of the worst teams in the league as opposed to picking a middle-of-the-road team versus the Super Bowl defending champs. Need I remind you that Garrett Gilbert was a, once a five-star prospect who was going to be the star of the Texas Longhorns football team. Yeah, well, Before he failed miserably, had to transfer to SMU and sort of underachieved there as well. I, I just, but I don't see it, man. I don't see it. I, I've lost all hope in, in the Cowboys. Well, they could also go with Cooper Rush, who was on overhyped Central Michigan teams that constantly overachieved as well. So uh, you have your choice of underachieving quarterbacks who everyone thought was good in college and was semi-average. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning towards We're Pittsburgh. riding Steelers. Well, ride Steelers and hope they cover that big spread. Come on, Big Ben. All right. Nine and a half is not too bad compared to 13 and a half. That is true. We are getting a the good part of the line. So uh, good value. We'll go with good value this week. Though my guess is that Carolina probably, I bet their <laughs> line actually went up. All right. Uh, you want me to check what it's at right now? Yeah, what is this Carolina sitting at? I'm going to say I have it written down right here. Uh their line is sitting at ten and a half. Okay, so it went down. Not as much value, but value. But we'll stick with the Steelers. We'll ride yeah. your Steelers till they play badly. I mean, they're they're kind of due. I, I don't want <laughs> I don't want to make it worse, but they're kind of due for a one. So, all right, we'll move on to our picks. Uh, we both had pretty good weeks. You went three and one. You won with the. Pittsburgh Steelers at plus three and a half over the Baltimore Ravens. Your loss was the Los Angeles Rams at minus three and a half versus the Miami Dolphins. You had the Indianapolis Colts, Detroit Lions over which one, and you had the New England Patriots just edging out at a plus three and a half with a win there. That puts you at an overall record of 21 and 19 on the season. I also had a pretty decent week at 4-2. and two, I lost with the Baltimore uh, Ravens over the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I did not get the Pittsburgh-Baltimore under at 46.5 thanks to a bunch of random fourth-quarter scoring. 
Uh, the Miami Dolphins at plus three and a half was a win. The Seattle Seahawks at minus two and a half was a win. The Oakland Raiders at plus two and a half was a win. And the Denver Broncos at plus three and a half was also a win. So a four and two week for me. That brings my overall record to 25 and 28. And we'll see if we can get back to 500 uh, this week. Though um, I don't have that many picks, so it will have to be a really good week for me. How many picks you got this week? Uh, I think I'm going to go with four this week. I have four also, and I was grasping at straws for the four. So, all right, let's make some good podcast airwaves. What is your first pick of the week? For my first pick, I am taking the LA Chargers at minus one. Oh, riding with the Chargers, even after a tough week last week. All right. My first pick of the week is the Washington football team at minus two and a half versus the New York football giants. That's a good one. I yeah. like it. It should be great as I watch Kyle Allen <laughs> struggle through a game <laughs> that they just lost two weeks ago. Let's see. For my next one, uh, I am taking the under in the New York Giants-Washington game at 42 and a half. Oh, you're going under. All right. My next one is the Miami Dolphins at plus four and a half versus the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, interesting. Yes, I know. Somehow they came up in the mutual picks as well. Uh, For my next game, uh, I am taking the under in the Chicago Titans game. Oh, you're riding the under train this week. Enjoy that train wagon as I've been hitched on it all year long and getting screwed. All right, my next one is the New Orleans Saints plus four versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think this is a field goal game one way or the other. Uh, I was so so confused looking at the games this week. These are all just games that I I had to go with. I don't feel particularly confident about any of them. Uh, But my last one is I'm taking the under in the New England Patriots and uh, New York Jets game. At 42 and a half. Well, well, guess what my last one is. Oh, I know what it is. It's the same thing, isn't it? The New England Patriots, New York Jets, under 42 and a half. If these two teams score over 42 and a half combined points, I am not taking another under all year long. (laughs) I'm going to take that badge because you've been taking a few, especially in New England. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess that's our picks for the week. Uh, We have a... We're going to have you on tomorrow for our know-it-all podcast to do our NBA draft preview. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? I am TD Achilles. And I am GLN Champ 5. That's our show, and we're out. (laughs) 